This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Coastal at the Boatyard Restaurant, located at 1515 Southeast 17th Street Causeway in Fort Lauderdale. Here, you'll feel part of the yachting tradition of South Florida as you experience the Boatyard's hooked-table, seafood-eccentric menu, with fresh catches listed by name of the fishermen who caught them. The Boatyard's open kitchen is also known for premium grilled cuts of meat and a menu that's sourced from local ingredients. Sit inside in modern nautical-themed rooms or dockside and watch the boats cruise by as you enjoy lunch, dinner, and Sunday brunch. Monday through Friday, the locals know that the Boatyard's happy hour is the best place to gather for bar bites and handcrafted cocktails at great prices. And don't miss out on Ladies' Night every Thursday. Call ahead to book your reservation today at 954-525-7400. Clear the airways. The Lunker Dog is on the air. Are you ready? This is The Real Guy Podcast. Hey everybody, it's Gab Jeff. Welcome to The Real Guy Podcast. I got Stephen Busaka, the shepherd, in the studio today. What Jeff, Jeff, how you doing today, man? Good. What do you mean, how am I doing? Doing good, we're podcasting. <laughs> I'm getting ready to pour myself a scotch, getting ready for the triple live thing. You should actually pour yourself a scotch, you know why? Because we made a hundred We made a hundred episodes, dude. Can you believe that? hundred episodes. Dude, I still, I still look back to when... We weren't really sure if we were ready for the transition from Triple Live to podcast. Right. And now here we are at 100 episodes. Well, actually, 100 plus now, but, dude, 100 episodes. That's like a freaking... 100 episodes. That's a milestone, dude. It was. I thought I was pretty proud of myself. <laughs> I, I was, was proud like, of us. Well, I was, we were getting close to 100, and I was like, man, you know, that when I wanted to do the podcast on my old man. For, for the 100th episode, it was kind of like a special podcast for me. I wanted to make it like this big finale. And um, 
don't know. I thought it went pretty freaking cool. It's like the closing of a uh, of a of a tell of a season of uh, of a TV series. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And I actually thought it'd be kind of cool that we do an episode where we kind of look back and talk about some of our favorite either episodes or things that happened on certain episodes. That's so reality TV. It is. It's like very cliche, but I really feel like we should do this. All right, dude. Well, I I, I tell you one thing about friggin' the, the episodes, the body odor episode that we did. Back last summer, that was like one of the first ones we did. No, that was like number friggin' call it thirty. What? Yeah, because we didn't do that one till the middle of the summer. That was right before the Jaws thing. So anyway, we did it earlier. Yeah, we did a bunch of other ones, but that was our first big hit. Like people downloaded that thing crazy, and that was how weird is that? It's of all things, it just goes to show you in the podcast world that real content. Beats fake content 10 to 1. 10 to 1. Which shows in the numbers of, in after friggin', you know, doing 100 episodes, that you could look back and say which ones performed and which ones didn't. So the body odor episode that we did, which is you, me, and Lamont talking about what we used for, for friggin', deodorant. For deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> like got, it was like 10 to 1 over all the other downloads. And then just like two weeks ago, the Martha Bennett podcast, which is about as real as you get. Yep. Hot. What was it? Hot chicks eat bacon. Hot right? chicks eat bacon. She runs it. She ran. She runs a, a fantastic restaurant on the beach here, yep. and she was completely candid, and had a lot of energy, and just spoke from the heart. Did not hold back. Did not have an agenda, and people responded to that. And that episode actually beat out the body odor episode. I'm not surprised though. That was, dude, Martha freaking killed it in that episode, dude. Well, I think that's, um, I think a lot of the stuff that we do is normal. Like when we have Peter Miller on, of course, you know, he's a freaking celebrity in the fishing world. It'd be normal to have Peter Miller on if you're a outdoors podcast like ours. Yeah. George Gods, you know, that's another one that, you know. He's Dave got, Marciano. Dave Marciano. But these guys, you know, they got TV shows. They're actually celebrities. But you would think... If you got a celebrity on your podcast, right, that your number of people that listen to those or like those would be way higher. And it's not necessarily true. No. I think they trend higher than, you know, the average podcast. But I don't think, I don't know. I don't think that that is. Well, Martha proved that wrong. Martha proved that wrong. The body odor one proved Proved that wrong. Proved it wrong, yeah. And then. The number of people that reached out to us through social media, um, yeah, you kind of get a pretty good grip on what people friggin' really like. I think one of the problems with having the superstar guests on, which I'm going to keep having on, yeah, because all the guests that I've had on so far, um, I knew before we started doing the podcast anyway. Yeah, it's not like I'm having them on just because they're a guest. Yeah. I mean, just because they're, there's already an established relationship. There. Right. They're part of the Real Guy Network, mm-hmm. all of them. And you know, we have not had one fishing celebrity guest on our show that isn't in the Real Guy Network. You know, I don't want to interrupt you, but on that note, do you think we should try? I think maybe, maybe we should try to strive for that this season and try to see if we can get somebody like a fish, either a fishing or hunting celebrity who's not in the Real Guy Network on and then 
possibly get them turned on to the real to want to join the real guy network what are your thoughts on that as soon as I get through all the real guys, then I'll get to the unreal guys. How about that? That sounds like a plan to me. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not overthinking it. If I got, it, it, listen, if it happens, it happens. Right. If I got, you know? some, if I got something on my mind, you know what I mean. That's the topic I'm going to go with. There's so many people that I had scheduled for the podcast, or no, I shouldn't say scheduled, but we're thinking of scheduling, getting ready to schedule, and then change direction because the topic, what I needed to talk about changed changed and i go with you know i go with whatever is driving me at the time whatever is important to me at the time i want to talk about and if i talk about those topics then i feel better and i feel like it's more entertaining and i think people enjoy it a lot more but um taking the trip down to river palm cottages that was a lot of fun Stuart. that was great I fe- it felt like like a real work day we had, we it had, did right you had to go it was dude it was li- we left in the morning right and we got back late at night. So we go down there and friggin' uh, all these dudes are in the network. We, we go to Rufus Wakeman's place, Riverside, River Palm Cottages. Yep. Which is a beautiful friggin' spot right on the friggin' Indian River. Great views. We had a beautiful, perfect spot to do the podcast in. George Gods, which is a great friend of mine, and um, has, the, has the TV show um, Unfathomed right now. He lived within a mile or so from River Palm Cottages. So we invited him to come down and do an interview with him and also Taylor DeFusco, who is completely opposite of world record holder Rufus Wakeman and TV, TV celebrity <laughs> George Gods. Then we get Taylor DeFusco, who's been excelling as a fishing mate and is just a fun dude to be around. And we did three podcasts in a row. Literally back to back. And those were not short podcasts either. Right. No, I mean, it legit felt like, like a day of work. Well, dude, we put in a nine-hour day that day. Yeah, at least. And I would do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah. Dude, that's... Dude, I, I, dude first of all, we're, River Palm Cottages was gorgeous. Right. Rufus was a hell of a host. Right. Dude, and the thing that I loved is you look right out the window of the Indian River. They got fish right there. I know the mullet are jumping in the background. Dude, I guarantee you if I had brought like a rod or something like that, we probably could have whacked either a small snook or small red right there from the freaking, right from the bank. Probably. They're all over the place. Rufus probably don't let you fish for his own dock. You know how these dock things go. Rufus probably what? He won't let you fish that dock. That's his dock. I'll ask. I'll, well, maybe he's got some kind of designated fishing area out there. You never know, man. These guys always got some area they don't mind you fishing. What other episode stuck out to you? I will always say that if if I were to pick one episode that I would use as a representation of what the you see, I could see your face that was you liked how deep that got a representation <laughs> of what the real guy podcast is personal watercraft invasion episode. That was a great episode. That one is the one I would use that to encompass our whole body of work. <laughs> and that includes the Real Guy Podcast, Triple Live, the YouTube channel. I'm talking if there was one thing I could use to represent our whole body of work, it'd be that episode. It was a great episode. One of the reasons I know it was a great episode is because even today, every once in a while, I get a message through instagram or something about the personal watercraft and that struck chords with people yeah because the personal watercraft has taken over their 
fisheries in their water areas and when they heard that podcast i mean they related and they freaking reached out and it was funny it was funny and it was true it was funny it was real and it just i don't know to, to me that that episode just did everything right and that was the one that i would have to say stuck with me the most um another one of my favorites is the one it was it was i wasn't there it was you and lamont did about icast last year about the beardos that was a great that was a i love that one too yeah what are some what's what if you had to pick one no let me talk about the beardos and icast because i mean that's got history that we've done multiple youtube videos cracking on people at icast so to do a podcast on cracking on people at icast was a total like you know flip transformation so i didn't know how good it would go or whatever but it seemed like the right thing to do you know what i mean it just seemed like the right thing to do lamont and i are freaking chilling in the um in the hotel room above the place and we're watching everything that's going on and we got the headsets on and we're talking and it just came out but dude the beardo thing was freaking the best yeah because it's not just a regular beard like he said it's neck beards neck beards just somehow became very and that and then flat brimmed hats that was the, that was the thing it was neck beards and flat brimmed hats and then the iCast official iCast shirt and um of iCast which was your foam blue columbia but that yeah that that was always the thing right columbia at iCast was always the thing foam blue foam blue columbia is the standard wardrobe for people to go to iCast. You ever you heard of a guy named Luke Combs, country singer? He's a little bit newer. No. He literally, that's like how he dresses. Does he wear the foam? Foam green? I've seen pictures of him with the foam, but he's got like the neck beard, and he wears the flat brim hats. He'll probably be at iCast next year. Maybe. He's got some good music. Dude, shit changes, though, quick at iCast. Because it was just a couple of years before that, the Andy Reid look was in. <laughs> you know what I mean? What was the Andy Reid look again? You know Andy Reid? Yes. Coach was, that's the Andy Reid look. You got the, the short With the belt out. and everything, you right? You had the belt. You had the friggin' belt with all the fish that you never caught on them. The fr- mm. <laughs> You're a little bit overweight. Khakis. You know? And then, of course, to go out or whatever, you had your, uh, what do you call it? Your... Um, Oh, what's the name of that? PFG? No, the freaking uh, Tommy Bahama shirt. Oh, yeah, that's right. But anyway, the uh, the Ed Reed look was big just three iCasts ago. And the Ed Reed look is to- not totally Andy. gone. Andy Reed. Was, was not totally gone, but 80% gone and replaced with the Beardo. Beardo. And you know, that, was, uh, that was definitely freaking... That was a great one. That I really money. enjoyed that one. That was money. That was money. Let's think of another one. How about the Jaws one? Well, the the one where you guys actually were watching the movie while doing the podcast. That was impressive. That was a popular one. That was very popular. I did not think... Now, the Jaws episode, what we did is we did a sync. So what you would do is the audience would get Jaws on your laptop or on your TV. And then at a count of three, when the... I think it was the Paramount picture thing came through. You would hit play. and But you would keep the movie on mute. And then Lamont and I would 
basically just talk through the movie. And I don't know, when Lamont first came up with that idea, I didn't think anybody would do that because it's multi-step. You gotta cue the movie up. Wait, well, it's with not the like yeah, you can't just like that's not something you can just listen to while you're at work necessarily if you really want to get the full experience. Right, right. And when we did that, I didn't think people were gonna really do it. I figured if we get a couple hundred people, you know, to actually do it, it would be great. And um Dude, Dude that performed. That performed in the top ten percent of all podcasts. We should probably do another one. I'm not so sure we could do another um, podcast like that. You know what? You know what? A different movie, though. You know what? Lamont and Ryan Ivankovic and I were saying what we what we could do is do one with The Godfather, where we do that. Do you think? I don't. I'm not I don't so know. Sure. But this thing, I don't know if everybody would be as into it as they were with Jaws. You know what I mean? Jaws was easy. For us. Well, yeah, because it's it's you know about the ocean and fishermen and it's Jaws and it's Jaws and it's like you know everybody can relate to Jaws. They saw it. Yeah, but I don't know if everybody would have. I feel like not like to really appreciate the Godfather. I don't know. Well, people that like like the Godfather, not that it wasn't like in the best gangster movie of all time or nothing, but it's oh, a, yeah. still a gangster movie. Jaws was like the all American pie movie. Everybody could relate. Similar to friggin' YouTube and friggin' sharks. You put a shark on YouTube and everybody watches everybody it. watches it. And that's what happened with Jaws, that, that shark phenomena. The shark phenomenon took over a couple years back. It wasn't always as big as it is now, like the way people get excited about Shark Week. Believe it or not, that only started especially with my generation. Maybe I think seven years ago. It just blew up. All of a sudden, all the millennials were like, oh, yeah, Shark Week. And I was like, where'd that come from? It came from friggin' hundreds of thousands or, or millions of dollars of marketing that they pounded right down you millennials' friggin' throat. And then Shark Week became Shark Week, and you guys all watched that stuff. I mean, I was watching it way back when, but all of a sudden, it was weird. Like, the millennials, like, six or seven years ago. Dude, that's, I'm were, telling you, the money. They dumped a lot of money into friggin' marketing. Marketing that, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't mind doing though, another episode like that, but I just, again, I don't really know what movie. What about Pirates of the Caribbean, the no, first one? That's not going to work. That is not even close. That's what I mean. If I knew a movie, if I knew a movie that would have the same impact or even close to the same impact as Jaws, I would do another one in a heartbeat. But We'd I, have a better chance with The Godfather than freaking Pirates of the Caribbean, probably. <laughs> I've heard some good ones. I heard Godfather. I've heard Caddyshack. Oh, that'd be a phenomenal one. Yeah. I, oh, dude, that's what, that, that was the first R-rated movie I ever saw. Yeah, Caddyshack people came up with. Um, What's another good one we could do? Exactly. It's too hard. We made a home run with, with Jaws. We'll just Babe Ruth that son bitch and walk out of the friggin' stadium. What was one... What was a podcast, and whether I, whether I was on it or not doesn't matter, but what's one podcast that you can remember that really struck an emotional chord with you while you were either recording it or when you listened to it afterward is there one that sticks out that really hit you emotionally well yeah the sewage one you know take care of my shit i mean that's when we we're going through that huge sewage spill it, that was when it was really that was like the peak of how bad it got back here and that was extremely emotional for me because that's the area I grew up, that's the area I go to work every day, and it's right there underneath my nose, and it was harsh. It was harshing my tooth badly. 
So when I got on and I did the uh, first podcast, I, I think that was my first solo podcast also. But I had so much pent-up emotion, so much shit that I wanted to get out, that um, by far that was the most emotional for me. Is there one that you can think of that you kind of look back on and you're just like, eh, I don't know if I really like that one that much. Well, there was a few at the beginning when we had all those audio problems and stuff. And I really didn't give a shit, which you can, t- you can tell if you listen to them. <laughs> I mean, it was more about, you know, geez, learning how to upload. And freaking, we didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, I had no clue. But I kept those up. And I, th- I, started to, I started to take them all down. And I took down a couple because they were so bad. But I also wanted to keep some up. Because I wanted to be able to look back and be like, dude, that was just a year ago. They kind of totally sucked. Yeah, but it's kind of cool, though, if you listen to those and then you hear from where we are, where we came from to where we are now. Right. It's, what... It was actually pretty cool to hear that transition. Right. And that's a real process. And this is a real guy network. So I left them up. Yeah. I could have covered them up and acted like that never happened. Do you know which episode we did that? I don't know if I want to say I regret it, but I kind of got a lot of flack for. Which one? Was the Guilty Pleasures episode. What, did, they make fun, did they make fun of you? Well, it wasn't that they made fun of me. I just kind of got some flack for that where they were – I could just – people weren't really – they were kind of like, like really like that. And I was just like, eh, you know what? Maybe it wasn't a great idea, you know? <laughs> well, I didn't get any, any emails. So if you don't get any emails or no response, then you can kind of assume it wasn't that great. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I didn't really get anything from that. The ones that really, you know, are great, you know, you just keep getting messages from over and over. And then over the long run, they end up performing better. Do you want to know the, 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 the podcast that totally floored me the most? In terms of what? In terms of, like, I just wasn't expecting um, the recording to come out where people actually were, were going to listen to it. Which one? It was Victoria's recording about Playlist Live. Did you ever listen to that? Which one was that? That was like, I'm telling that you. That had to have been a while ago. That was like the fifth or sixth episode, maybe seventh or eighth. But I finally got it where the, um, where the sound was, was getting good. And Victoria came home from Orlando. She went to that Playlist Live. Playlist Live is where all the YouTubers go. And then oh, yeah, and that's And then the audience, right. the audience goes and they meet the YouTubers and they got yes. all these events. And she wanted to do that for her birthday. So she came home and she started telling me all this stuff about Playlist Live. And I, I forgot about and that. And I was just trying to experiment with the stuff that we bought. So I says, wait. I says, come out to the office and just you know tell me all this stuff into the microphone. And the kid, she was um, just turned 13 at the time. She did a phenomenal job of telling the audience all about Playlist Live. And every once in a while, somebody will give me an email or reach out to me and be like, oh, I listened to that one you did with Victoria. That's pretty good. And they'll be like, geez, I didn't know that. And Victoria actually was able to communicate and teach people something. And she was 13 years old, fresh 13. There's one the one podcast that I remember that people – so my, remember my first bonefish? I had a lot of people actually reach out to me and say that they felt they actually felt my excitement listening to that podcast. That was cool to hear because that was a very exciting thing for me. 
and to hear people say like i actually felt excited for you while i was listening to that podcast that was cool because you were actually able to i was able to strike an emotion yeah well you strike that emotion because i think a lot of people go through a moment where they catch a fish and they feel that you know what you were going through and then you obviously did a good job you know talking about it so they could feel it again so you know it struck a chord with them let me ask you a question that i was thinking about like i don't usually hear a lot of people talk about like you know oh i remember you know my first snap or, or i don't remember you know my first you know i remember my first self i just feel like what is it about a bonefish that is so special because i hear a lot of people will say man i still remember my first bonefish um maybe because it's one of the best sport fishing sport fish in the entire world busaka well yeah but but no but i mean like you've got like the like permit and stuff like you don't really hear people say like gosh one of my most favorite memories my first permit you know what i mean it's that's like that's not true i no but i feel like i hear it more about bonefish that's because you were bragging about your bonefish no but i'm not just talking about me i'm talking about other people like what is it about like yes it's obviously one of the greatest sport fish ever but I wonder, I've always kind of tried to wrap my head around that. Like, what is it about the bonefish that makes it so special and sets it apart from all these other sport fish? Is it maybe just the fact that for its size, it can do those runs? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, can you... No, I don't know what you mean. Well, all right. Let's, let's just keep going then. <laughs> I'm just saying, the bonefish is badass. That's why. It's one of the most... No, it is. I just always kind of thought it was interesting that, like, I hear people seem to have fonder memories of their first bonefish than, say, of their first snook. But then again, I mean, can you really compare the two? Well, dude, if you caught a friggin' your first snook or whatever, your first lunk or snook, and you did the podcast about the fucking snook, then you would have related to the people that caught big snooks and had that feeling. And then you would have heard more about the snooks. But since you caught the bonefish... And friggin' you struck that emotion, then people that, you feel me? And I think also people that didn't catch a bonefish, but did catch a snook, could care less about what the species was. They're more thinking, they're more about that, that high that they got that you were able to talk about, that they were able to relate to. Yeah. I don't know, I think it's just for me, it's like, I seem to, that, that will always be a memory that will resonate with me was my first bonefish. I just think the bonefish guys are kind of like the flyfish guys. They're like tighter knit. They think they're like better than everybody else or something. I, pff, well, I don't know, but I certainly don't think. I didn't think that catching a bonefish made me better than anybody. Dude, I think you. Yeah, I think you caught that bonefish. You started looking down your nose at people. Hell no, dude! What are you crazy? Marlin fishermen are looking down at their nose at people like me. Well, that's because they got a lot of cash. Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know that Poveromo. I asked Poveromo. I asked Poveromo one time. He was telling me he was going to Bahamas. I asked him, "Oh, are you going for bonefish?" He gave me a look like, "Uh, no, dude, we're going for marlin." Right. And I felt I felt like about this big after that. I was just like, "Oops!" This was before I knew that. Well, I mean, this was like freaking like a year and a half ago. This is before I knew that. Like, well, George is a big blue water guy. Yeah. Actually, I was talking. Has like he ever caught a bonefish? I'm sure he caught a bonefish, but it's not like you were talking to Chico Fernandez or something. You're talking to George Pavaramo. He's like wants to freaking troll and catch offshore species and stuff. That's his game. One day I want to. I, I do want to catch a marlin one day, dude. Dude, everybody wants to catch a marlin one day. Who the fuck doesn't want to catch a marlin one day? That's true, dude. Can you imagine we do a podcast on that? My first marlin. Holy crap! Hint, hint. 
That means you'd have to freaking like not work and go marlin fishing when it's time to go marlin fishing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because there's a lot of time that has to be put in. Dude, they, 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 don't, they, don't just, they don't just jump in the boat. <laughs> well, actually, if you look on YouTube, they have videos of them doing that. Yeah. After. Which I will tell you, I hope that when I go, I don't have that experience. Dude, you're redlining the volume over here. People are going to be taking, turning the shit down in so, the car. And see, stuff. but that's, that's the, my excitement. That's where we hope that the emotion gets sparked. You know what I mean? But anyway, the friggin' uh, I think we had a good run our for our first uh, hundred episodes, dude. It was good. It was good. We did a good job. I can't wait. I was real proud of you. Real proud of you, Bisaka. I appreciate. I was proud of you too, man. For for what it's worth, (laughs) which is probably nothing. But but this might be the worst podcast we ever did. This one? Yeah. We'll put it up and just we'll put it up and just if it is the worst podcast we ever did, which could be. Make sure you let us know. I thought you were, but you were saying that usually the ones they don't like, they don't respond to. So no, shouldn't I, we be saying like, just no, don't say anything? No, I want them to respond and give us the, the feedback the of neg- how much they hated this. The negative feedback. Okay. But don't give us less than a five star rating. Yeah. Even if you hated this one, please still give us a five star rating. And if you rating. did hate this podcast, it was all Busan. I knew you were going to say it. I knew you were gonna say it every time. It's You're redlining the thing again. You can't yell into the microphone. I don't even know if I want to upload this podcast. Dude, you know what? They can always turn the volume down, dude. Dude. Yeah, they can. They can. They can. Maybe we should put a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode and just say, for think, those of you that you I know, think, I think I'll wait till you're not here, and then I'll make the disclaimer. Yes, dude. Yes, fine. Thanks. That's fine. I appreciate it. Bizarre. Of course, man. Listen, run that dog. Listen, this is a podcast for real guys, by real guys. And Busaka, it was his idea. He wanted to sell out about the old podcast. And yeah. I'm glad he did because I like thinking of him. And I had a good time doing them. And um, here's to 100 more. Yeah. Thanks for listening and run that dog. Run that dog, y'all.